Hello everyone and welcome to the Two Have and Two Roll podcast. My name is Oliver. I am but one half of your hosting duo. With me, as always, is my wife and co-host Robin. Hey Robin. Hello everyone. And today we are going to be recapping Empire LARP event four of 2023, the last Empire LARP event of the year. Uh, there's going to be player events coming up and things like that, but it's our last uh, Empire Festival LARP of the year. It feels like it feels like the end of summer as well with the end of uh, the Fest LARP system as well. Uh, before yeah. we get into our recap, though, a quick call to action. If you are watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Click that subscribe. That really, really helps us out. Uh, we are approaching like 1K subs. Um, we, we are... The, the little goal things we have currently we have like i think i think to hit our next goal it's like four thousand watch hours and we have like thirteen thousand watch hours or something but we just we kind of need like a hundred or so subs so um, close yeah it would, it would really we, it's 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 completely free it really helps us out uh if you're listening on your favorite audio platforms uh make sure that you give us a five-star review that would be really helpful too it just helps people find us uh again completely free um, well, it's the only thing we'll ever ask of you. Uh, <laughs> uh, with all that out of the way, uh, let's get into our recap of Empire Event 4, which is the Autumn Equinox. I have the list, don't I? Do you have the list? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throwing so, the ball back to you. Event 4. <laughs> yeah, we um we did our usual. We arrived on the Thursday and all got set up. Um, I don't know about you, but I am loving our new setup because we've got an actual um oh that's a thing. Um we better tell everybody where we camped because okay. we've got our new characters. <laughs> yeah, so th so th this this recap is going to be we're we're gonna we've got a lot to get through basically. We've got a lot to get through because not only are we uh, recapping what what happened what we did we've got to recap uh basically what it was like playing new characters in so we we if in case in case you haven't um this is your your, your first time listening or you hadn't heard we uh lost our our last larp characters which were our first larp characters as well um yeah and they were our first larp characters first empire characters we've been playing them for seven seven events so almost like two years and yeah we were then left with uh one more event of the year which we'd already had tickets for it's not not like we weren't going to go anyway but uh we had basically five weeks to get over the loss of those characters and make new characters uh and decide what nation they were going to be in what um you know what archetypes they were going to be what type of game that we wanted to explore uh you know we, we needed to you know make sure that we were um placed right in in placing ourselves right within you know the groups that people groups of people and friends that we wanted to play with um so it was a lot and it was only five weeks between e3 and e4 as well yeah it was a really short in time between these events yeah yeah so it because we needed like we needed like a week to just to get over uh, the loss of, of Godric and Arunel, to be honest. Oh and... my gosh, yeah. We, we like, after that event, we just, and we say a week, I think it was more like two weeks of just, like, sitting not... around mourning them. 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was rough. I we we are going to do. We're still planning on doing an episode. Maybe bring some guests on on character loss, and we'll do like a deep dive into LARP character loss. Uh, it did feel like because the end of the last event, uh, someone came up to us, and well, lots of people came up to us, but one one person in particular came up to us and said the words. Oh, you're real LARPers now. Like, and it did. Yeah. It, I, I kind of felt like that was true this event uh, because I, I felt like w- I kind of had a bit of anxiety coming in because I, I wasn't entirely sure whether I was going to be able to just come in like I had been because I, I built uh, over two years of playing Godric. Uh, when timing came, I kind of knew what to do. I was like, oh, I have things to do. Coming in as a brand new character, I was like, "Oh no, what am I gonna?" <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was just petrified that I was gonna be at a time in and just be like twiddling my thumbs, being like, "Oh, no one's, no one's speaking to me. I don't know what to do. Don't know what game to go do." Uh, how did you feel, bef- like um, beforehand? I kind of overly prepared. Like I was so worried about that happening as well that I was like, I need to have like, you know, I'm gonna plan where I'm going first. I'm gonna decide, you know, who I'm gonna speak to, what my goals are going to be, and I'm going to like go heavy into that. Um more because of that worry of, yeah, am I just gonna sit around for the whole weekend? Or am I going to even know what to do? Or is this character going to be accepted? Or am I going to hate it and want to come home and yeah, it was it was a weird feeling. Yeah, and yeah. and because because we had such a a unique no, it's not unique's not the right word at all. Because because we had a real like special send off for those characters. Uh, we I, I think to be honest, so much happened as well. Like um, in between events, you know, people people have written songs about them um like mark did a so so actually you know what? i might put the link down for uh oh, in, in the description yeah. um so uh mark mark humes uh did a write-up for a funeral service for uh godric and arunel and it's it's basically it's basically like a, a a bit of fic of like if you were to go to this funeral of godric and arunel this is what uh this is what you would what you'd see i'll put the link um link down in the in the description it's like properly incredible actually it's sort of it's it spans over a it's pretty much like a five day sort of like um beautifully described place with different scenes with possible characters you might meet along the way it's It's pretty incredible. Yeah, the thing is, and because it was, we, we had so much of that, and it was like people really paid homage to our characters, uh, which was just, which was really amazing. But coming in then with our second characters, it was like, oh, like I don't want. It was, it's, it's almost anxiety about not wanting people to think that you're just playing the same character. Yes. Even though it sounds I, silly I to sound, really say it out loud, <laughs> uh, because I don't know how you felt about Arunel, but Godric for me was just very—he he was very vanilla, but he was pretty much just kind of like as close to me as I could get that archetype. Basically, you know, it, he was—he was supposed to be a character that I could just comfortably be in, 
without putting on too much of a character, you know, and I did that on purpose. Um, so because it had a lot of me in there, I didn't want my next character to be like, oh, and, and people would be like, oh, it's the same. Oh, it's just the same character. Yeah, no, no, same. I was really worried about that because um, I'm again, Aranel was very much um, she was me. She was really friendly to everyone and she just loved everyone and just wanted to yeah just like she I like I, she was just I think we, we both basically when it came to those characters and we've said this before we read the Dawn brief and we wanted to be like hey how can we be the most Dawnish Dawn that we can be and we really went for that and I became so comfortable like for me I was um I really struggled because for me, Aranel was like a part of me that I wish I could have been more often in real life. I don't mean like getting into fights with people, but just her confidence, um, her ability to put herself forward for things, to um, confront people in certain ways. I was like, wow, I just, I wish I could actually be her. Forgetting that she was me and she was like the dream that I wanted to to be so to come in as a different character now I was like well how do I still go have fun play a character that I want to play without just repeating the character that I've already played yeah yeah so th this is then so we'll, we'll we'll talk about this now then so so this is obviously compounded by the fact that we decided to come back to dawn right so yes. <laughs> uh we so we'll, we'll go over the reasons why i guess i mean there's a list of reasons um that seem obvious to us because it's our decision but like just for for listeners now i did have because of things like doing a bit of content creation around larping and it's it's you feel like the more different the 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 wider range of experiences you can have just gives us more stories to tell it was a little bit niggling in the back of my head. I was like, I was like, should should we should we try something, something else? Um, mm. But Dawn is just we just freaking love Dawn, don't we? It, it's, yeah. I think I think the I think the main reason, uh, apart from the fact we love the brief so much, is that I won't speak for you, but for me, I felt like I was only kind of half done with my time with Dawn, you know? So I, I feel like I, I there's more of the brief I want to discover, but more importantly for me, out of character, I've made some really, really good friends, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, like, well, to be honest, like some of the friends that I've met in this nation, in this game, I consider among my best friends now, like um, really quite close friends. Yeah. Uh, and I'm comfortable in in the nation, you know? I'm, I, I, I know the people... And I'm I'm comfortable, and I was I was you know these friendships have been we've been compounding interests on these out of character friendships you know in that yeah. in that previous seven events you know and I didn't I wasn't ready to walk away from that I don't know what you what you feel about it well for me and I actually strangely enough today spoke to someone who is a new player and they've been to they they, they have been to a few of the events um and they were still you know saying I was like oh I didn't do any player events and they were like oh not not too sure yet because we haven't really um met a lot of people yet I'm not too sure and things like that but we're enjoying it and I was like you know I want to really make it clear that I was like that for a very long time. 
Um, and the first three, like the first three events that I did, I barely left your side. It took me quite a long time to feel confident enough to kind of walk off and find my own game. And that was mainly because of um, all the, I guess from experience at like Comic-Cons and I was so geared up for it to be like that, that it took me a long time. Since then though, I've made all these amazing friends and connections but they are all, a lot of them are in Dawn because those are the people I spend most of my time with. There are individual people in all the other nations I have those friendships and connections with. But in Dawn, I have such comfort around so many people that I was like, no, I don't want to step away from that because I know that even if I'm heading off to see friends in um, in the league, if I'm heading off to the league to see friends, I enjoy my time there. I've got my friends here. I feel safe. I feel comfortable. But my home is when I go back to Dawn. And I know that there's all these groups in Dawn that I can be comfortable in. And I just wasn't prepared to leave. Plus, I love being in Dawn. I love this um, knight in shining armor. Um, I, I absolutely love it, Dawn. And I feel like... I was always meant to be in Dawn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, D D Dawn is what drew me to the game. Like, it's not like I, I like, you know, I love the other nations, uh, but Dawn is literally what made me want to play Empire. You know, it was yeah. that I was like, oh, that is that's the usual archetype I like to play in RPGs. Um, and obviously, when I say the archetype, even even obviously, I went for the yeah that that knight errant, fighting knight errant with sword and shield, and um, going off to prove prove one's glory type thing but even all all the other archetypes you know in in dawn uh, uh still still spoke to me yeah um, I, I guess i guess the other thing as well like tied to that for our decision is obviously like our group that we're in yes. so you know it it's um th th there's there's many ways to run a group like we, we talked we when we had henry on the podcast we talked at length about running LARP groups and everybody has a different way of of doing it he, Henry, he had some great advice and everything yeah, as well yeah. i really like how he ran around things yeah exactly but that that's not how everyone everyone runs it you know and every group will be different a bit like um so a lot of people listening to this will have been part of tabletop roleplay groups you know it's a very it's a very similar thing i, I think it's i think it's a good idea to run a LARP group like a tabletop group, even if it's a, even though it's a fest lap and there's thousands of people, if you have your group, um, and this is coming from people that didn't come in as a group, we sort of came in as a group because it was like two of us, yeah, sort of, right. But um, we then obviously then joined a group, and it's 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 difficult because a lot of people will advise you to come try and find a group before you come, and then some people will be like, oh, because yeah, so solo play, don't do it. Um, but we kind of went solo and then found where we were comfortable. So it took us basically, you know, we, we had friends. We um, There was definitely room for um, us to join, uh, fully join a group before we did. Uh, yeah. But it, there was no there was no real need. And we, we got comfortable. We got to know people. And that was seven, you know, that was almost two years worth of getting to know people and being comfortable enough with them to be like, right, okay, you're my you're my role play friends, you know, even though you yes. role play with everyone on the field, it's like, right. The, it, what I want out of a group is 
the friend you know i've 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 we've gone to the people that we enjoy um, being in a group with uh and then to like it, it was very difficult to walk away from that <laughs> it was very difficult it's, to be well, like we oh were... yeah we'll go somewhere else now yeah it was like getting to that comfort level as well of having a group of people where you you have those safety tools in place. You you know one another well enough to know what people are and are not comfortable with, but also to have that comfort level with a group that I know I can walk into camp at any point, any time of the day, no matter what's going on. And I can literally say to one of them, oh, I need an out of character moment. I'm, I'm not feeling too great. Um, can we just nip and have a chat over there? Can we just go out of character for a bit? And I know that every single person will be like, yeah, of course we can. And I have the comfort to be able to say that. Whereas it's it takes a while before you kind of get to that stage with a group where you really feel like, well, you feel like part of an actual family, don't you? Because that's what you're role-playing. Yeah, yeah. and, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that, especially in these recaps, because that actually facilitated some of my best, my best moments. It really did, yeah. <laughs> of this entire year, actually, is having the... Going from having, like, my personal like story with 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 godric and then his interactions in the the greater story at empire but now i feel like we've got a i've got a personal story i have like a family story in the smaller group and then i have a what and then i have a wider story um so yeah like finding a group that you like to play that specific game with as well is is you know um it you know it's, it's not it's it, it's not easy i mean we, we get on with pretty much everyone uh but um i'm not i'm not saying oh yeah we couldn't be in group with anyone else but you know you, you you find people that you're really comfortable role playing with and hey we really enjoyed basically we're, we're, we're back in we're back in Mortair, right so yes <laughs> um, i realized we, we haven't actually said that yet so we're, we're, we're back in this is our roundabout way of telling everyone we're back in Mortair. <laughs> yeah, we're back we're back in house Mortair. Um, it was quite. It was quite cool. Like we didn't want to be like, oh, we're not telling everyone. Surprise! But it was quite cool to see some of the reactions. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people assumed that um, we were coming back um, and coming back into that into that group. We hadn't been in. Uh, our characters had only really just recently joined Mortair anyway. Like I, Godric technically was wasn't really a Mortair up until the last, the very last moment <laughs> moment anyway. It was uh, when it was um, like on the Thursday and we were setting everything up and it's when we were like setting up our tent and we had like friends walking past being like, so this is a bit of a clue as to where you're going to be this weekend. And we're like, well, our tent's going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like we're, we're going we're gonna, to, uh, I mean, a, a lot of this recap is going to be us talking about new character stuff, really. Probably not much about the event because I can't help it, but uh yeah a lot of people knew we were we were in basically a lot of people in dawn would have known anyway because mm. the way we did it this time so the, the the biggest issue that we had and why we put it on under so much strain creating these characters was because we didn't have backup characters um i still don't have a backup character no, no, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have backup characters we didn't really um i mean backup characters are, are a, probably a good idea uh but I always Nothing. think, well, you know what? You might end up changing your mind anyway. You might be like, oh, I've got this real cool backup character idea. But then when you actually lose your current character, you might yeah. have a different feeling about playing the backup. Because the well, backup... Our... Go on, sorry. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I was just going to say, like, our backup characters 
were brought about because of the interactions we literally had at the event we died yeah. and the group we had both recently joined. I mean, yeah. that is what actually built our new characters. Yeah. There's no way I could have had a backup in mind. I mean, fair enough. You might have a bit of a, oh, I might want to try a bit of the Troubadour game. I might want to try a bit of that. But a full fleshed out character, like I, there was no way I could have possibly had that sitting there ready to go. No. So, so our new characters were definitely born on the drive home from E3. Uh, Literally the... on the drive home. I yeah. sent Mark pictures like 20 minutes after we left the event. I was sending him like pictures I'd find online. I was like, I'm thinking this and I'm thinking this and maybe that. And he's like messaging me back being like, I like that one. That's got like a great look. And then we got home and we we're like, okay, so these are our characters. Yeah. Cool. And then we just started crying again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So do you want to, do you want to talk about the characters now, or do you want to just talk about what we did Thursday and then and then do the character and then talk about characters on Friday? I always talk about characters when we actually timed in on Friday because okay, we, cool. we've, we've, we've told you all. So yeah, we um We're already twenty minutes Dawn, in, so we'll blast through Thursday. <laughs> yeah, in Dawn, in and Mortar, we had a really great group of tents this time. We had like lots of space. Um, we had similar to last time. We are still doing coffee, so we had our whole setup. Um, and then a lot of Thursday was then spent hanging out with people um making everyone cry with their our rnl and godric shirts oh, yeah. <laughs> like rnl godric shirts yeah so so we had um again at the when our characters died uh we had a, a, a priest uh put a testimony on our souls um uh, which is like something that's written on your on your soul forever your eternal soul uh uh so on uh, Godric's soul was written. Aronel's love. You get, you get the idea. You see the t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> it's funny when we actually wore it, like because it's the first thing you ordered when we came back. And then as we were walking around, people were like, oh, I love the t-shirts. But as we walk around, like they look very similar to the PD Crew t-shirts. I, I didn't noticed. even realize that, and I was looking at her like, ah, shit. Yeah. No, no, no one said anything <laughs> apart from me because it wasn't until uh, we were like walking around for a little while. I'm like, we look like. We, we look like PD crew, but oh well. PD, I know you're watching. If there's a problem, please let us know. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't. No, I mean, it's not actually a PD <laughs> crew thing, okay. but also, I'm pretty, I, I'm, um, hopefully they like us enough that it's a cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, yeah, and we did some shopping because uh, this event was a weird one. Um, Well, not a weird one, but um, <laughs> my dad came to this event. Yeah. And so we had to take him shopping to get him some kit. Um. I kind of used them as a bit of an experiment, actually. My dad never done anything like this. In fact, when I was first introducing him to people, he wanted to really make it clear that he wasn't a nerd. He wanted to make it very clear that he was there just to watch. Um, he might put a shirt or something on, but he's just there to watch. And he had no information about the game beforehand. Uh, one because I didn't tell him and two because he didn't really ask <laughs> so I just was like yeah I don't have your mobile out um that's it really <laughs> let's go yeah, yeah. I, it, it's, it's funny because like you but you've got to just you've got to just let him experience it you know you can't because you know he was yeah he, he's sort of like in a way he's the last person if you didn't know your dad that you'd be like the last person anyone would ever expect to try LARPing but also that I, I know that he you know he's secretly into uh stuff like this you know he's the type of person that a lot of people a lot of people a lot of 
LARPers I know they, they do say this about their parents oh, I'm sure they'd love it if they actually came and gave it a go yes um, coming on Thursday is obviously um, I think it was a lot for him I think it was a lot <laughs> Well, it was a lot. Like, um, we were luckily like because we were we had all the tent. We we basically had like what is it? Did what did we set up five tents between us all on the Thursday? I think. Yeah. And then we got five tents. So because that was the first thing to do, I think he felt a bit more relaxed because he could literally just set up people's tents, and it kind of was like a bit more familiar. But like a lot of the walking around, he was very much like um. Oh, look, my mate's texting me, winding me up, asking me if I'm dressed up yet and things. Um, but he did tell his so mate. That, so. He did tell his mate. So oh. that was the Thursday. Hmm. And that story is going to slowly expand over the weekend. Yeah. My <laughs> experiment on a non-LARPer with no interest in anything like this with no information. Yeah. Th- yeah. Th- <laughs> yeah th- Thursday was Thursday was a, yeah, it was, it was a big day. I was like, because I kept thinking, I was like, if he, if he lasts through Thursday... He'll be fine, and the reason I say that is because obviously there's a, it's a there's a lot going on, um, especially since like we you know we are, I mean that's one of the things that made me realize like we are definitely not newbies at all now because I could see like the stuff it, pretty much every single conversation we were having was just going completely over his head because obviously people just want to talk you know they just talk instantly about the game you know yeah. and it's just like it's straight over straight over your head and um, there's there's lots of people everyone's in sort of party mode but they're also mm. like geeking out about the weekend to come and yeah th- there's a lot of uh what big per- let's say big personalities in that field you know De- definitely it, yeah. i definitely want to give a bit like a shout out to all the people who actually did come over to help out with that um steve at hefty yeti basically when i said to him because i messaged him i was like yeah, my dad's coming and he might just be coming to like you know watch for the event want to sure and instantly steve was like yeah tell him to come to our bar he can come um so they've got a great great bar there in wintermark um he was like yeah he can come he can have drink he can have food he can watch we've got all the newspapers there he can hang out with people and you know that's totally you know he's totally welcome there and stuff so that was really wonderful and i did take him over to introduce him but i'll tell you what happened over the weekend soon yeah i mean it, it was it was um like he was he was a little bit like a bit not days isn't the right word but yeah there, there was obviously certain things that were, that were happening yeah and it was just it was it was a lot and i could it was it was it was a little bit not weird but for me but i was like i i remember i saying to him a couple of times cause i remember him giving me a couple of looks you know this is my father-in-law remember and i was like <laughs> you know I, I was like i was like yep yeah. and you know obviously i'm in my element and i'm like i'm like well, i was like you're in my world now <laughs> you're, in, you're in my you can't make fun of me now you're in my you're in my my pond now you know um. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear but yeah so like thursday was great we finished off the night at um the our group of friends at house griffin song we finished off the night they are um just having a few drinks and hanging out with people um yeah and then obviously then on to friday we we did our normal morning coffee thing we're we're getting better at the morning coffee we've got we've got more plans for next time. yeah no, n- next year next year <laughs> i want to basically to to stop having to grind so many different batches of coffee i just i just need a big enamel pot and they are so i don't want to make this into a coffee podcast but the, right so like you to to, to get the decent um uh, to get decent like cowboy style coffee like you you basically what i do is i boil it in an enamel pot 
Yeah. Uh, you can get hold of like one and a half liter enamel pots, which is what I use. It doesn't do that many cups of coffee, right? Because uh, most of it is going to be the grounds anyway, you know? And so you're only really getting like less than a liter worth of coffee at the at the end of one batch, you know? And you go through that pretty damn quick. Well, we, we are getting through that pretty damn quick. So <laughs> what I want is like a, is a big, huge, like five liter one or something. Uh, yeah, but you cannot get them in the well. You can get them in the UK. Um, you either have to be very lucky and find one at like a like a, a charity or a, a vintage shop or something, um, or you get them sent over from the states because they are readily available in the states. But you know, you, you're talking like you know, eighty quid for the actual thing, and then another eighty quid to get it over here. And I'm yeah. like. No, I don't want to do that for a coffee pot, but and they're, they're big as well. Like, we've mm. got a lot of friends that fly back and forward and stuff, but these things are big. That I'm yeah. like, no, it would just it's like we need to figure out a way of actually. But I'm getting to the point where yeah. the investment might actually be worth it. Basically, let's just buy one. Yeah, let's just buy one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, for, yeah. Friday, Friday morning um, was. Uh, we are going to talk about the weather. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to go onto that. Yeah, <laughs> the weather was just hot death. It was. Uh, so hot for the last event of the year in september it was unbelievably hot wasn't it oh my gosh it's yeah it was it was impossible to the point where pd did actually put a thing out um to everybody just to kind of remind them that their own health and safety is more important than um completely being in kit and it, the pd were urging people like if you've got lighter versions of your kit wear it if you've got things that are not 100 percent, they're just wear it so that you are able to cool down mm -hmm. um because at this point um i took dad to go and get him some kit basically and i was like in my head i was like oh, i need a pair of trousers I need a shirt I need a belt whatever else luckily we managed to like scramble some stuff together to begin with um, and then we went out, we, um, bumped into Dolly, who <laughs> gave us a hand to find a shirt and he ended up just getting him a shirt. Cause he had like these, um, shorts that were like walking shorts. And we were like, actually those do look in character. And it was so hot that all the trouser options yeah. were like, it's going to be bad. Yeah, so your dad was basically gone. playing a Dornish yo folk sailor, yeah. right? Cause he had like a fleet and everything. So it cut, he, he definitely looked the part just wearing like the, the, the cargo, like the khaki uh, shorts yeah. and the shirt. He looked like he was, yeah, working on, had been working on a ship, you know? <laughs> so. It worked out great because that was a thing. I was trying to like, because um, I wasn't sure if he would ever do any of the role play bits, but like in real life, he's got a boat and he likes talking about it. So that, well, and he, he picked, because I did the character creation with him and he said, oh, I'll have a fleet because I was just going to pick things for him he's like no i'll have a fleet because i've got a boat and i can talk about that yeah. and i was like okay okay so yeah. you're catching on yeah um yeah, yeah we'll that, that sort of when, when we talk about like role play because it, it was actually there's a few interesting things that happened that we'll, we'll get to it we'll get to it um so yeah um yeah th thursday we, we got we did the shopping that friday. Was friday sorry did the shopping and then it was basically just chill out in the heat until time in right <laughs> pretty much um it was yeah like it was impossibly hot again 
having a really good group setup, I found it easier getting ready this time because we had several tables, several mirrors, chairs, there was so many people around. It makes it easier getting ready. You don't feel like you're isolated by yourself trying to um, put pieces of kit on that are not working or trying to get yourself dressed. Like there was a lot of people. Yeah, having a good. camp, it definitely definitely helps we have because we have the awning so we have an awning so we have an outdoor covered area an indoor covered area icy indoor areas outer character indoor areas ish you know so mm. uh it like we, we have the we have the all round we have the obviously a place for the fire lots of seating and things like that so i know we managed some... to keep it like cool enough outside mm. um I almost, um, Morgan actually gave me a tip when we were there because he mm. was like, oh, I like unzipped my ground sheet from my tent and created like, um, obviously it's open at the bottom if you yeah. do that, but he said that it totally cooled down the whole tent. Um, so I'm like, I, I came very close to doing that, even though drunk me would have had to re-zip it up later. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it was warm enough at night. I think apart, I think the Friday night was definitely warm enough at night. You could have done that. Saturday night was a little bit. It got chilly. So I, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But like, so yeah, we um, we got ready um yeah. into our new characters. Um, uh, up until this point. Oliver had worn a hat. Oh yeah, so people, people, viewers uh, might see that my <laughs> hair color has changed. Uh, so yeah, we had we had quite a, a kind of reveal, really. Um, and you also were wearing decided to wear a wig, didn't you, as well? Uh, by the way, I was so much cooler and more comfortable than I thought. I um, when you said I'm wearing a wig, I'm like, because I considered wearing a wig. And then I was like, no, sod that. It's going to be too hot. I'm going to be battling because um, I'm fighting another fight character. Uh, there's no way I'm going to I'm going to be able to cope with a wig, you know, and taking that off at night to sleep and things like that. And you were like, well, I'm wearing one. I'm like, why? Why well, are you like, wearing one? The wig, because basically, I don't know if other people can relate to this or not. I, I, I see if it's hot and sticky. The last thing I want to do in the world is sit and pleat my actual real hair. What I want to do is stick it in some cold water and tie it back. And I can't do that over the weekend if I've got to restyle it every day. Plus, I would have just looked for like Aranel again. Um, so I decided, well, what my, my plan was, was to wear the wig on the Friday. And if I couldn't handle the heat on the Friday evening then there was no way I'd be able to wear it for the weekend and I would just get rid of the wig and just have my normal hair for the weekend because the wig is white. So mm -hmm. it's not that far away. I don't, I don't think anybody would have really said anything anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I um, I went for the wig. Um, so wigs. I don't wear wig caps or anything. I hate the feel of wig caps. I hate lots of clips in my hair. I just, I, I can't stand it. So I got a wig band which has like a mesh see-through bit here so that I can actually get my natural hairline through it. And it's like a um, like fabric material coming round. And I just tucked my hair under that and I clipped the wig into that. I put a little bit of spirit gum around the edges. That was it. And it stayed on all weekend. Well, every day when I reapplied it. And it, um, I battled in it and it was fine. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I guess at this point then, we got into character. Let's talk about characters. Oliver. <laughs> Let's talk about characters. Just tell everybody what they see. 
Uh, oh yeah, let's, let's do the, the awkward D and D thing of uh, the, the first session where everyone has to describe their characters. So I basically we we we're pretty much playing noble vampires, right? We 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 took we went okay. Well, how can yeah. we, we we both went? We want to be noble. Um, our, our basic things that we knew we wanted to do. We wanted to stay in dawn. We wanted to just come in noble because we liked we liked the noble game. We didn't get to explore the noble game enough as our previous characters. Through our our previous characters, we both uh, went for the night er- the testing brief of dawn. So we wanted to do tests of metal, tests of ardor. We've done that. We've done that. We've been there, done that. We didn't want to do that again. Uh, so we knew we wanted to be uh, we wanted to be noble. Um, when it comes to things like uh, bull gowning, uh, you know, Robin and I have a, you know, we, we know what our rules are for, uh, what we're comfortable with with bull gowning. Um, we decided to come in already married, so the the art test of ardor is already done, uh, and our characters are uh, together. They're already married, uh, so they're already a couple, um, and also as well exploring the uh, a an in character relationship with each other. That's di- very different from Godric and Arinel because they had a very like, just uh, a what what what's what's the word like a a romanticized yeah it was uh, very young and, and yeah very romanticized very Romeo very, and Juliet like, you know, type it, it was yeah. Romeo and Juliet let's just yeah. say it okay that's the story that was and... starting to, to 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 form there it was a Shakespearean yeah. love story it was it was and but yeah but we're playing we're probably playing this Shakespearean love story again. But this time yeah, we're we playing. Are. But this time we're playing Lady <laughs> Lady Macbeth and Macbeth. I think. That's... Oh my god! <laughs> I love Lady Macbeth. I am. I am happy with that. <laughs> yeah. So we we wanted to come at the noble brief at a different angle from from Godric and Arnell. So not so different because this is this is the thing we had to like pass to to make a new character. And I said this to a lot of people that were asking me about the new the the new characters because what you don't want to do is you don't want to be like what we talked about earlier, right? I don't want to play the same I don't want people to think I'm playing the same person. And what what you don't want to do is you don't want to then like throw yourself into parts of the game that you don't actually enjoy just because yeah. that's what your last character did. So example, like, oh yeah, I don't want to play a fighty character because that's what my last character was. I'm going to be a magician that that stays in amble and goes to conclave when that's not really what interests you you're literally just doing it because oh it's just different you know so we wanted to do we wanted to keep a lot of uh, the major the the basics you know that the template for the characters is very similar to godric and arnell but we just basically wanted to put come at it as enough of a different angle so you are definitely a different person um, with different goals, different ambitions, but you're still playing the type, the game that you want to play. You know? Yeah, and I think I think we spoilers. I think I think we, I think we achieved that, right? I think so. I hope so. It was yeah. I mean, we definitely did have a completely different look and feel to the previous characters. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were vampires. Like we were pretty much vampires, yeah. and we definitely <laughs> gave off that feel. Yeah. Um. So, 
looks wise I went for um because I was like how do I really make things look different so obviously I went for a white wig very long white wig and I went for dark eye makeup which is something I don't really do um red lips and bright blue contact lenses yeah you look very um, different you look very different uh, yeah your, and my ears the... I was I was a changeling I was a super like fiery summer changeling and I got all my stuff on and several people came into camps chat to people and then looked what did not recognize you so I was like okay that's what I wanted um but my character was the one who tested into the house. Yeah, so this is how we... Because we, you, again, this is an example of... You You enjoy playing the changeling, Brief. Yeah. I, I, was, I was ready to... I was ready to step away from the changeling. I was like, no, no I've done I've done the changeling. I'm not, I'm not like... Um, you know, I'm not... I, I'm okay with stepping away from that. And I want to try something different. I'm not lineaged. Mm. Um, I'm very, very nearly Draugir. Um, so I am playing uh damon mortair who is a noble of house mortair he was born into uh the house um so he's a he's a, a born noble um i've had it that he's been noble for quite a while i had it so i had it that is without giving away all my backstory because that that can come up in game but i had it that he like asked for his test of metal at a very early age, so he hasn't actually had much time as a yofo. hasn't really lived the yofo life at all. Um, type because I really wanted to like really go noble, you know, and really, yeah. really, um, because like Godric was like a scruffy noble, you know. Godric was just like, oh yeah, you know, he was just like a fighty noble. He was just like, cool. I'm noble now, but didn't really, you know, was still probably way kind of. It was it was not, you know, it was worse dressed than all the yofo in the house, and he was probably dirty all the time. Um, but I, yeah, I wanted him to go real like so. I had Damon. I wanted him to be like no, he's like been he's been a knight errant since like childhood until like twenties, and then he's been a noble for the past like. So he's, he's like Damon's closer to my age. Godric was younger yeah. than me, um, so Damon's way closer to my age, which uh, I'll be honest was way more enjoyable for me <laughs> role playing um, because playing someone who fit the world better the benefit of making a character at this stage compared to my first empire character is i know the game and the world way better now so i could make a character that could in that was good at interacting with the world as in like had yeah. had opinions about the world had things in his backstories that reflected his opinions about the current world you know that type of thing and all you know not not playing the oh what I, you know just just <laughs> happy go lucky godric um but yeah, because he is a he's born in House Mortaire, so the the reason I went for the for the hair change is because well one I I was like well I want some I wanted to make my appearance look ungodric like, and I wasn't going to go lineage, so obviously not being a changeling helped. But I was like well the uh, the Mortaire the blood Mortaires uh, that in the law uh, some of them have white hair right, um, and because. Damon has had he's not a mage so that that's one thing he's so he's not a mage but he is being very close to winter magic his entire life yeah. um so that so it does like he he's almost draugier looking i had a, i had maybe like one or two people saying oh are you drow are you drow like questioning are you drow and i'm like no i want to i want to be just 
like looking like you know i've had so yeah, much you had like heavy eye makeup and things on this time i wanted him to look a bit, a bit gaunt like, basically yeah. i wanted him to look a bit gaunt uh, um and it basically had lots of interactive with winter the winter realm a lot but obviously had a lot of winter rituals because he hangs out with a lot of people that do winter rituals had shit tons of winter rituals done on him um so i wanted that to come through his, his in his appearance i wanted him to be a little bit just a little touch of maybe Draugir. uh Draugir, well, i won't spoil anything but um when it came to like the Draugir lineage i considered it and i was like you know what i think it'd be way more fun to gain a lineage in up in uptime um yeah that, that that would be a cool a real cool thing to do get you like gain a lineage so i wanted to be like no i'm going to come in human um and and then maybe explore that type of that type of game uh yeah. but yeah so it so we, we came into it because you like you said are playing a changeling so um we figured out right okay well if i'm going i'm going to be a heavy winter uh you know winter person you know live live my life under you know around a lot of winter mages and things like that and a heavy winter house um yeah well why don't you uh describe your character well i play lady nymeria mortar who was an orzel she grew up in a heavy summer house and she loved summer and still does um she loves her orzel family and she had some pretty incredible experiences with them this event but growing up in a house like orzel a house who quite is well known for not being into anything winter and being heavy into summer is a, a complete contrast to my previous character I'm not going to go into all the ins and outs of what she wants to achieve and what she doesn't want to achieve and everything else. But I will give you one thing, and that is that she has a bit of a hatred towards winter. And she refuses to have any winter magic touch her. Um, and she's quite outspoken about that and quite loudly outspoken about that. Um, and this is where it comes into that like out of character that sort of like safety thing that we do in our house and we will come on to this in a second but before time in when we were all together and Mark was going through things he actually brought that up at that point to say by the way Robin's new character um, does not have winter magic cast upon her so um, we, I want to make sure everyone's aware of that and I was like I'm so glad that people are aware of that because that also makes it easier for me to role play things and not like forget I know that sounds weird but I was so worried about forgetting things and turning into um, RNL but because I know I want to still be able to muck around have fun and things like that but I want to also play this really like stern looking scary vampire lady noble um I decided to have that sort of Orzel influence because then when she goes to see her her Orzel family she's different like very different she's hugs and kisses and loves them all and she's ready to sing and to dance and to tell stories and tales of all the things that she's been up to compared to her kind of um general look when she's just with her with house more and walking around yeah. so 
I was super excited. And again, this goes back to what we were talking about before, about being comfortable with certain people. Out of character, all the, the people who play um, in House Roselle, I'd made quite a lot of out-of-character connections with them and in-character connections as Aranel. And I was very much like, I don't want to drop that because that's a place that I quite like being able to go and to sit down and to speak to people and to just know that it's a nice, safe place to be. Yeah. So I really wanted that in with her yeah. as well. So, so yeah, I hope you don't mind me saying, because I, I do want to bring this up uh, okay. on the on the podcast, but because, like, obviously we were both upset about losing the characters. I know you were particularly upset, but I could, I could tell, because um, I think this is valuable for a lot of people that might lose characters. yeah. I, I could tell that you were worried that because people are like were being so nice and being like, oh, Aranel was so iconic. Aranel was great. Aranel was this. Aranel. Um, I think you were thinking, oh, like these people love Aranel. Mm. And I was like, remember, like these are your friends now. Like we've been playing with them for a while. They enjoy playing with you, not Aranel. Like they like they'll enjoy playing with you no matter who they play. So when they see you again, they're not going to be like, oh, that's not Aranel. Obviously, from a roleplay point of view, they'll be like, oh, this is a different character. <laughs> but they're doing that because they want to play with you. So that they, if they yeah. go, oh, this is an Aaron L, they're obviously respecting you enough as a player to be like, oh, this is a different character. I'm going to pretend because obviously this person is a different character. But they still want to play with you, you know? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I was so worried about that. And even though you, you told me all that before the event, I didn't actually believe it until after the event. Even, even like speaking to you, I was kind of thinking... Oh, do they actually want to speak to me? Because I'm not really Aranel. And it wasn't until I got near the end of the event that I actually started pushing myself and yeah. going and speaking to people yeah. that I knew it was Aranel. And I was like, oh, but will they still want to yeah. speak to me? Yeah. And it's it's, yeah. it's weird. Because yeah. basically what we both did was, we you know, we, we went and we reached out to different all our different friends and things like that and went, hey, because, yeah, this is this is something, you you know, anyone can do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because we had out-of-character friends now, we were just like, hey, can our characters have a connection? Because this is our characters, first time in Amble. Um, and I really enjoyed that. That was the thing I, I really enjoyed about this event was obviously pretending this is my my first time in Amble. Or it was. It was role-playing. This was my first time in Amble. But obviously I knew a lot of people. A lot of people knew me beforehand. So yeah, you don't have to do that out-of-character. Like, oh, yeah, what's military? If you're like, look, hey, I want to get into the military game with this new character just message your friends who are generals and be like hey can we have a connection you know so you then can you don't have to walk up and be like oh hey yeah who are you what's your name okay blah, blah. you can just be like hey yo i haven't seen you in ages uh, you know how you find an anvil yeah it's terrible around here what the hell's going on you know you going to military council yeah what the hell's happening with this let's talk about military stuff and you can just yeah. go straight into it you know you don't have to do that like oh what is well, I don't know what Synod is. I don't know. You you can just you can just write all this into your character backstory, you know? Exactly. I mean, because I think I'm 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 playing a changeling in Dawn in Herzmortar, who's in the military game, who's heavy combat, who has some very similar goals to the last character, but she ended up being totally different. Like somehow I had all the same things there. This is so obviously a different character. I think it's because we changed enough. So let's. I mean, yeah. Well, I won't. I won't pat ourselves on the back too much because that that's for other people to uh, decide. But we we basically we 
did the thing that I always say don't do in LARP and in tabletop, especially in tabletop. <laughs> I'm like, don't don't play like don't if you want to play a villain, like don't play the edge lord. Don't, <laughs> don't play edge lords. <laughs> don't like play the quieter characters that just like sit in the corner and judge people. You're not going to have a good time. Don't play villains because, you know, if you play a villain, then people are, you know, especially at a LARP. Um, but that's literally what we did. Like, we we played, yeah. we didn't play the villains, <laughs> uh, but we went, we want to do this. And it is a fine, like, I think we did all right. I think, I think we did all right. I don't know what you think. But I think we did okay I, at walking uh, that honestly, line. Honestly, I didn't know how I was going to role play this character. And I'm sure Graham won't mind me mentioning this, but... We're kind of getting into time in now, but there was an incident early on in the game where we were ready to start like properly role playing with people, and I was standing in the camp, and I was like, "I don't know how I'm going to role play this character. I don't know how I'm going to. I don't even know what my voice is going to sound like. Yeah, I have nothing." And Graham came in, and he's coming in as a UFO, and I kind of thought, "Okay, right, he's coming in as a UFO," but he looked at me and he looked scared, and I was like, "Right." We'll latch on to that. And I'm going to use him as a guinea pig here because this will be fine. Um, and I just started doing this sort of like, you know, just looked at him. I didn't see anything. And to the point where he like asked permission to come in, asked permission to sit down and everything. And I just, I still didn't really say anything. I just kind of like looked over to the, the cushion on the ground. With yeah. And I was like, and I was like, oh, okay. This is working because he still clearly wants to role play with the character. So tick we're able to do the role play but this is a different relationship um Arunel, I kind of did a thing with her where whenever she was speaking to people she sat down on the ground sort of thing a lot and she kind of looked up from the ground because she's quite little and stuff I felt taller as this character and I felt like no she's going to stay up and everyone else will lower themselves basically and it was really weird that so thank you Graham for being my guinea pig I know you didn't realize you were being my guinea pig but you were so thanks. Yeah. there was it, it was it was difficult obviously you know you speak to them we spoke to them before time but there was a few people that came in just as soon as time in came in and people were like coming around I think a few people obviously were interested to see what we were what we were what we were bringing because yeah and there's a few people yeah that we were like it's a, it's a difficult line, right? Like you don't like if you're gonna play someone who's a little a little bit a little bit villainous, you know, and a, that vibe. Because obviously you don't really want to play a baddie because you will just like get killed and executed in this game. Obviously, like you can't you can't just. Um, but it yeah, it's it's very difficult to play the villain because a lot of times people won't want to play with you, you know, because it's just like yeah. well, you're just yeah you're 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 going too hard. Um, because and also in this type of game, I want to play a character that I can still. Because we're there all weekend, I want to be able to sit down with my friends, have a laugh over a beer, as well. Like you, I, yeah. you don't want to be like mustache twirling, you know, slipping poison into the drink. <laughs> I'll get you next time, you know, and then not actually so like it's a social game. Like you don't want to play that type of character. No, no, no. Um, you you don't want it. You don't want to go so hard that again, like you said, that people don't actually want to role play with you because you're mean. You don't want to do that yeah. either. Um, and but you also as well, you you you've got to be careful because depending on how comfortable you are, and sometimes you don't know how comfortable you are, especially if you're not a an experienced role player or someone who role plays like really frequently. You might not be prepared for 
people giving it back, you know, because you'd be like, oh, yeah. I'm going to play this villain. And then you do something. Uh, I want to give a villain vibe. And then you say something that gets someone's backup in character and then they, they bite back. Are you going to enjoy that all weekend? You know, are, are, yeah. they, are they going to enjoy that? Uh, the obviously the uh, the other thing that made us look so good was obviously the the the, the kit change. You know, the, obviously the personality is a big thing, but the kit is. Oh as my gosh, important. your kit change! Like, yeah, you you added a whole new kit, and it was beautiful. My kit, my kit. So uh, my uh, the main my main piece uh, was by our friend uh, Scarlet of Golden Miyoki um uh designs golden 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 mochi designs yeah there we go <laughs> there we go I'll, I'll, I'll put i'll put all the stuff down in the okay. in the in the in the description um yeah it, this was this was incredible like pre- previous previous podcast guest um and i yeah i was like because like, i had like a month really after i was like right what am i gonna do like i need to i need to figure out this um this character i was like right i know i know i want to be that now the the one thing that one issue with with dawn the dawn brief um specifically the 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 noble brief is that the mask kit for nobility is tricky like it's really Mm -hmm. tricky to 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 be a mask noble in dawn and uh get something that looks really noble with off the rack like off the rack is just is so difficult um so i was you know i scarlet knocked up um a beautiful beautiful surcoat for me um and i specifically was like no i want non-combat kit because i have combat kit um i resprayed all my armor so my combat kit was going to be something different but i'm like no no, i want this character to look like he is he's well dressed um and also really cool like this is the first time i've actually worn like house heraldry as well because as godric i never actually i had i had like dawn heraldry but i never had like i was like cool I, i get to like do some real cool um you know wear some real cool noble stuff which was exactly i just i love because i remember us like going through this all and everything and you were trying to figure out kit and you were like looking at things and then it just became this message to scarlet this you know help me scarlet you're my only hope (laughs) yeah yeah so to to get a look well obviously like it's again i wanted to because i went i went for a surcoat because i was like well the surcoat will then be the entire that's the entire look right so yeah, instead yeah. of just like one piece or something it's like a dress or something like that it's like it's, it's going to be the entire look basically um and it's going to you know it's it's good so it's just yeah it's just it's just beautiful i'll put i'll i'll, I'll put some pictures actually um, yeah yeah up, yeah no, it, up it's somewhere around here incredible. Of it. um and <clears> so obviously that that uh that helped um your your look as well was very different from arnell like i was actually surprised how different it you actually looked you know me too, because I kind of shot things together. When I say last minute, Thursday morning, I was outside with the sewing machine. Yeah, like it was last minute. But it looked it um, looked good though. <laughs> like yeah, I had um, I decided to buy some armor from Wormwick Creations. Um, oh, that armor's so cool. Might buy the rest of that set actually, because <laughs> I want to be fully covered. Um, I've got these like cool big like skull pauldrons on. So I went for the pauldrons and I went for the um the gorget as well. Um, Arnell never wore a gorget and she was always leather armor. So I thought I'm going to go away from the leather armor. As sad as that makes me, <laughs> I'm going to go away from the leather armor and go full. And I went polyplate because I had the steel ones last time, and. 
I did struggle with the weight. I mean, yeah. that combined with the chainmail, it just it became too much. Um, and I like I, I would like struggle for like a week afterwards with my shoulders because of it. So went polyplate. It was amazing. Um, I got this when we were at the event. I got this cool like padded um red. What are they called? Like the gambus and like neck shoulder pieces, basically. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know what they're called. They, yeah. yeah, like I got one of those yeah. like fur around it, and it's yeah. such a different look from Arnell. Yeah. And yeah, no, you look, you know, you look badass. Yeah, no, like Arnell was like always ready. She always had her armor on. She always had her weapons on her. There was never a moment when she didn't have that. Nymeria, I had her walking around with a dress, like an actual dress, um, for the event. Um, just walking around, no weapons on her at all with a glass of alcohol just like hmm, with the same level of confidence you know more i would say yeah it was, <laughs> it was very different like you, you were definitely giving off a very different vibe um and yeah i was i was surprised how how okay so i'll, I'll say this now uh this is probably my favorite event of empire ever like i, I think this is my best event uh and i say that because i think that one like being a new character like obviously threw a load of new interactions and interesting stuff into the works but also yeah. i feel like i was definitely ready to leave godric behind i know you don't feel the same about arnell but i was i was uh yeah I, w I was ready to 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 be away from godric to be honest like godric had to would have had to have changed his personality quite a bit for me to keep being interested in changing being this character though uh i slipped into damon so just it, it was so very natural for me you know i was like oh because i because i felt like i knew what his how he felt about certain things but mostly about certain people i concentrated yeah. more on what he thought about certain people than i did about what he thought about the war in the barons or whether you know like i i had right he he the, these are the people that he cares about these are the things that he cares about he cares about his house he cares about his family um and he he will do anything anything for them basically mm. uh but still living under the tenants of one the empire dawn and then his house you know his house tenants um, yeah. And that's the thing so i decided to go because you, you've already said you went like full combat again um i decided to dip a bit into uh the religion game because I, I was like you know what I've, I've had an interest in that anyway and i was a little bit bored of godric being like duh what um for that type and i quite like i liked role playing with priests and things like that and i was like no i think i think i would actually be quite quite good at that type of role play uh, but i didn't want to go full priest so i haven't taken a congregation i'm still i've still got like a military unit uh yeah. because his daemon is like the uh, leader of the house forces in the barons up until this point because it was good it was a good time to bring new characters in because uh, the barons have now like been liberated and yeah. a lot of people who've <clears> been <throat> fighting the barons are now coming back so it's like right now damon has come back home uh after campaigning for many many years and him and his his uh, soldiers are now back home along with nymeria and now we are we have now been like, right, what's what's happening in the house? All this stuff is happening. People in our house have been dying. What the hell? You know, let's go to Anvil and see what on earth has been happening, basically. Yeah, it was it was quite interesting actually. And mm. I got to like role play that sort of way of being like, Well, I'm actually not very happy about this. I heard this happen and that happened and everything. Whereas Aaron, it was kind of different from that. 
But like RNL's last event, um, I she started getting confrontational, and I like out of character was like, "Oh, I've never been confrontational to people before. This is quite fun." And I went heavy into that this event. Um, but yeah, so you know what? Let's go now to um our time in on Friday because um we time in this time we had a nice big group and we had like a, a house meeting. We all sat outside for a house meeting underneath our awning. And we all sat there as people were speaking about, you know, first of all, actually, before the house meeting is we do an OC check. Um, kind of like those sort of safety tools in D&D. We do a check around everybody, make sure we know um, what people are hoping to achieve, but also anything that we need to be aware about. Um and we went into we we did all that and then we kind of went right are we all like consenting ready to go into role play okay and then we all timed in together and we had our chats and everything um round about this point is when like my dad because he was camping out of character so he walked over and obviously all this is happening so he kind of like scooted down around the back and pulled out a seat and sat down to like like watch and we're having all these intense conversations for like getting everything ready for the event. And it was getting towards like the end of that. And I like walked over to get a drink and like whispered to him. And I was like, do you want me to like introduce your character? Like you want to do or say anything? And he was like, I'm, I'm happy watching, but what are you going to do? And I was like, I'll just like tell them your name. And you don't even have to say anything. He went, okay, okay, yeah, go for it. And I was like, okay. I came back and I like did like an introduction to to him and they all like said hello and everything and welcomed him in. And then we we started started our event from that point there, which was quite quite exciting. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, first I mean we've already kind of alluded to what the first interactions were kind of like. Yeah. Um, with our characters, but it was it was really good. Like my fear was just based on nothing my fear what i said earlier like my fear of like starting me like oh what what do i do there's nothing for me to do literally like straight away it was so easy like because people were just oh like God. yeah you just you just um they, they want to where they want to see what this character is going to be like um and you want to know yourself like how this character is going to interact with them and yeah we already had like connections and we thought, oh yeah let's go see these people these people um we went. Yeah, like we had like lots of like conversations in the house, mm -hmm. um, almost that sort of like role play with the people in the house and stuff. Several people were coming in, and I was very much like you know enjoying that kind of like scary noble vibe. <sighs> yeah, but then um, yeah, someone came in and was just someone came in a yeah friend of ours and was like, oh yeah, <laughs> was like it was it was obviously it's odd but like this is where it started this type of thing it was like you, you know he came in and was like oh um you know I, i've brought a i brought a gift for the house um uh and started talking about godric and arnell it was just like no, no they were good friends of mine you know i want and it was it was obviously it's just it, it's 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 so fun but also yeah quite a little bit surreal like being like you know i was just like my new nonchalant character just you know being just a noble and just staying seated when you know they're meeting these people for the first time and being like oh yeah you know i was friends with godric and rnl and blah, 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 and i had lots of respect for them and me to just be like okay 
Because <laughs> we did know Godric and Arunel yeah. from when they were fighting, and we did have um, that sort of like familiarity with them. Oh, they were family. Yeah. One, so. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like one thing I forgot to say as well is this killed me. Um, I was set up this time, so we had like the 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 archway on the outside, and we had our house banner one side of it. On the other side, we had Arunel's Night Protector Winter banner. We covered it with like a slightly transparent black veil, sort of yeah. veil. Yeah, we basically put a black veil over it and then candles and flowers at the bottom of it for people to come and pay their respects. Oh my gosh. Like I was like, this is a great idea. We put it up and I was like, this is a terrible idea. Yeah, Every time I come back to my camp. Yeah, there was people. The thing is, look, you've got to. I think we we said this when we were talking to Anthony the other day. It was just like you, like when you you lose your character, mm. those types of things are cool to like listen to, but you, but also you got to let people get on with it because that's their role play. Yeah. To your previous character, so you don't want to be like shoehorning your new character into those no. interactions either. Like you don't want if people are like going right. I'm going to pay my respects to Aranel. And Godric, there's no need for my character to be up there being like, oh, did you know them well? Just like, just, you know, they're, they're doing their thing. It was fun thing. listening to it. Yeah. Like, it really was. Mm-hmm. And then I think after like a lot of this, I, I remember saying to you being like, you know, you do need to come and visit the in-laws. You haven't seen them in a while. And like dragging you up to ha- up to Orzel to come and say hello to everyone. And it was, um, that's when I was like, I'm going to have her in my character when she comes back to House of Elf. She's very much like, family, hello, hugging them and happy to see them all and laughing. Whereas when she's away from that group, she's like this sort of stoic, you know. You did a, yeah, you did a very good job at doing a different version on the Changeling brief. Because like you you were very Changeling, but in a different way that (laughs) a lot of other people play Changelings. Uh, You you played this very like, oh, I'm a mortet, you know, because we were very much just like that you know, uh, vampire lord and lady just, like, stoically sitting there, but, like, you, you were the basically the one that had the very sh- sharp tongue, and then you would be like, oh, yeah, and then you would all of a sudden be very touchy-feely with someone, and then you'd, you know, be be very like, oh, my friend, you know, my, my, my cousins, and la, 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 which is, yeah, which is, is, is a fun way to play that. But then, yeah, as, as we'll go through the weekend, there, there were certain times that would just, like, set you off on a rage, and it was... It was it was quite fun watching you take that take on the on the changeling brief, you know. It it was fun, kind of like leaning into because when when I when I read the changeling brief, I read it as a chaotic neutral character in D anD D, and that's that's my comfort zone. That's what I usually play, and I've always had like a specific way of playing that character. And I was like, I think that's how the changeling how I want. To, I, I'm not going to see how it should be played. Um, because you can play it however you want. You can take that information and do what you want with it. But it's how I feel I should play this character and have that sort of the sharp tongue, the that sort of brazen way of saying something and reacting passionately is what I see. I see chaotic neutral as someone who reacts passionately about things either way. Yeah. So... That was a lot of fun. And what was really fun was the fact that like having like Damon there being this sort of like, especially in House Orzel, like Damon just being like the whole, <clears throat> yep, 
I'm here as well <laughs> in the summer house. Yeah, hey. <laughs> and they're all like, you know, oh, it's good to see you again. And you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thrilled to be here well i i had it in my head the way i was going to role play it and be like i try and get into the headspace of this is my first time being at anvil i remember everyone like anvil is actually a war summit you know that this is where like we are we are an empire at war and it is a summit for us to talk about war you know yeah. so as a military um person and leader coming to anvil and first thing everyone does on friday is party and i'm like hmm i was like what would my character actually think about they wouldn't he's not like oh my god everyone's partying but i was like that that's the that's something that he would have noted like first of all being like oh everyone's intense and everyone's like having a yeah. good time apparently you know it was the conversations that we had like privately walking around like you and i nobody else was there and you and i were having these conversations where you're just like hmm so this is what they do. Yeah. <laughs> when there is a war happening. Several wars. Okay. <laughs> and if you were really like, bringing up, sorry, we were like discussing just the two of us about these threats that were coming. And you were like looking in as certain tents as what passed, certain party tents, defrost, certain party tents. And you're just like, mm-hmm. Okay. As we're like, flies past them. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, that probably takes, yeah, fun. that probably takes, literally takes us to, Lance Captain's meeting. Lance Captain's meeting. So an odd one for me. Um, <laughs> this event is that I don't have a Lance to lead, but I was like, I'm still going to go. But this this is one of the things I wasn't, not anxious, that's not the right word, but I was a little bit like, oh, you know, I still like that game, even though I'm not in that game. Um, turns out I am in that game, but like, like so I was like, <laughs> no, I, was, I still want to know what's happening, basically. You know, I'm still going to go to Lance Captain's. It was make myself seen. Yeah, it was definitely a cool one. It was a lot of stuff, obviously, discussed. It was quite a busy one and everything. Um, we went through all the normal information at the end. Um, they'd said, like, you know, people who are interested in, you know, potentially like leading Dawn one day or doing something that's in the battlefield, you know, stay behind. And it was um it was Zoran who what passed and literally pointed at both of us and went, You two stay. And then kept walking. And I was just like... I, mean, I wasn't going to okay. go anywhere anyway. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to go anywhere. Part of me was like, you can't make me should leave. I stay? Should I not stay? I really want to do this sort of game one day, but maybe I shouldn't stay. But it was just that, that sort of combination of stay. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. And that led us into some really fucking cool game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we... Uh, well, I, I know that... I don't, I don't know how much you want to talk about like your ambitions, like... OC and IC ambitions, um, but yeah, we. Well, I tell everyone. Yeah, I mean, we, we, <laughs> we, we both still want to be. That was the thing about like oh leaving Dawn. It's just like no, no. We we were like we were just starting to like break into the Dornish military game, so yeah. we wanted to stay in that. Um, so our characters are still very much, and obviously like the people in that side of the game when we were because we went to military council after, even the people that hadn't actually met our characters technically met our characters in uptime uh, right, like did. we're literally just like very much like oh you obviously wanted to be part of this game so and then the role play was just so smooth you know um but yeah lance captains was uh yeah i'll not go through like the ins and outs of just like yeah. it, it was just it was just the usual it was quite funny like role from a role play perspective it was just like i think i think 
I think one of my questions was just like, I think I talked about like community. Oh, that was it about faces. Like I think that was that was the funny little bits of role play that you get this little bit of a meta giggle as well. It's, I was just like, I was like, I was like, well, the, I think the problem we had last time was that, you know, we we didn't know who the wing commanders were, or so I hear from, <laughs> so I hear from the people. Uh, <laughs> that that usually come to these things, you know. Oh, the my... amount of little sly this comments. Is my, this is my first time here. Yeah. Um, so I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think I threw a little bit of shade at the the not military council because I couldn't speak that, but the um, field marshal's briefing. Because um, I think I think I said some of <laughs> Oh yeah, that was it. Uh, I think I think because we were talking about land, who what what forces we had in Dawn and they were like how many did Mortair have and I'm like well currently three because because we took a lot of <laughs> well, yeah we took a lot of losses I hear last time <laughs> <laughs> it was all hair with somebody be like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah no and that was pretty amazing because like Lynn obviously after that we had a few chats and stuff and that led us straight on to a military council um after that um and led us into the point we could go and like get comfortable and i kind of like head over there now i'll give you another little update of what my my dad was getting up to this part of the game where he just wanted to watch and sit back so he was at lance captain's meeting and watched it all and he'd followed us to military council so i didn't realize this until I saw him later on in the night. He had a chair. He was sitting there on a chair at military council, just in the entranceway, just watching, having a great time, watching it all. I'm like, yeah, it's, 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 it's my eighth event. I've never had a chair. Well, th th this is the thing. <laughs> like, I knew that, I, I knew that we, like, there was no way that we, like, we couldn't obviously sacrifice our game to be like, oh yeah, let's see what your dad wants to do. Because he was like, he was either going to be like, oh, I'll go off and do my own thing, or he was going to watch. Mm. But obviously, we were talking about like we went straight into like military council, which is not for everyone. It's a big, it's a meeting, you know, it's a meeting, yeah. and someone's first experience of LARP might not be the best, you know. And I can see because even for someone who's interested in it, it can be boring, right? <laughs> and you're just like, well, you know, especially since there are other like parties going on and things like that that. That you could have seen, but you you've just got to go right. Okay, you know he'll get he'll he'll understand this is the game that we're we're in, currently interacting with. And, yeah. Um, I think he was enjoying just kind of watching military council, um, but more so the because we we sort of stayed for military council, but it was more so the the field marshal's briefing because, um, what have we decided? Crap. We so we we were fighting on the Saturday. Um, yeah, because we were yeah we were fighting on the Saturday. So like we um. Like the military council itself, I really enjoyed this time. Um, I we're doing a like terrible it. job, but we are not recapping. We're just, just talking about our characters, which I don't care. We're talking just talking about. Our characters. Well, no, because we've not got to that point yet. Because we guess, hadn't yeah. quite decided that bit yet. But like at the start of military council, I was like, "Wow, well, I have like I have family sitting at military council. I'm going to go and stand with them." And I'd already worked out like some like weightings and ideas I had. And I wanted to actually lean into like some more of my hard skills this time. And I spoke to to, to Jeff, Jeff Senior, it's plays um Starash. I spoke to him before the event to be like, um, I need some help with this because my main hard skill is maths. I'm very good at maths and I teach maths and I I love it. 
I struggled last time playing a noble because I, I wasn't quite grasping this whole thing where I was like, oh, well, I shouldn't be talking about like the money or this or that. But I'm like, that's that's my thing. You know, I, I really like doing that. And he explained to me very well that you didn't forget how to count or how to do that part when you became a noble. You just didn't need to do it anymore. Yeah, it's it's a cultural thing. But you didn't thing, forget right? it. So, <laughs> yeah, like, so, so the, these briefs, they are just a, they're a guideline to a culture. So you, you're always yeah. going to be influenced by the culture you're brought up in. So someone like Damon it's easy for me to be like, okay, well, he doesn't deal with money because again, like I said, he never actually lived a yo life. He just, he like, he was a child and then he was, a, he was a knight and he had, a, he had an expected job of him to, to, to do. He was expected to grow up and take the place of the people, the military side of the house, you know, cause he was, yeah. you know, his, his sister became the enchant, the enchantress of the house and his, um, so like he, he had a, he had a role that he wanted to do just that keeping the money, and the finances of the house didn't really come into his life journey. But that doesn't mean to say that if I wanted to, I could be like, no, no, like, no, he was good with numbers, you know, and he was good with count. He was good with money, actually, you know, yeah. all, all the times he wanted. In fact, he wanted to know constantly asking the house seneschals what, you know, you could, could easily do that. But it's just, yeah, it's just, there's a way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's in general, culturally, nobles, yeah. it, it's above nobles to trading, deal with yeah. that because that's someone else's job to do you as a noble you have another job to do that's all it's not saying you cannot deal with money if you're a noble it's not it's not a hard rule it's not like oh yeah you're not a mage in Uruz and therefore you can't vote type thing it's not it's not hard right, rule yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. it's it's a it's a it's a it's a cultural feature of of dornish nobility it's no by no means a oh i, I don't want to be a dornish noble because then i can't deal with money that's it's just not the case. Yeah, that was the thing. I needed like definitely that clar clarified, especially because I was like one of the things that excited me about military council is the fact that there is some maths involved with our, our weightings and everything. And I'd like Cal, I'd like sat and played about with them like all these different um weightings, and I'd like taken into consideration all of our different um banners and things that will be coming and and sworn to certain nations, and I'd come up with like my ideal plan. And like my one of my highlights was hearing what I'd written down being read off as a suggestion by the person that I actually admired more and thought should have had that. So I was like reading that. I was yeah. like, hell yeah! Well, it, was, it, it was good because obviously, like on the drive down, like we were talking about the weight, the force weightings, and who we thought should go what and what day. Because at this point, so so if you don't know the game of Empire, that they they come out that there's there's. Uh, battle opportunities for each day and military's council's job is to pick what opportunities we go on i.e what like, think of it like a DD encounter like we get to choose what like quest we go to right so as a ba yeah. big battle we have a choice of like between days and what mission we go on what battle we go on the military council is literally their job is to decide what we do on what day and what nations are going that's literally their job so uh and the opportunities so the information opportunities come out on the winds of war before the event so as robin mm -hmm. and i are driving up we are then we're having a look and we're like practicing well you, you mostly you but you're practicing like force weightings and things like that what was interesting is that because you came up with pretty much the same number as um 
Zoran did. It, mm. Like, obviously, it was like, oh, it was cool because obviously, but then you, because you didn't have all the information from military council then. So it's cool that you got no. close, but also. I, I came up with it in the car. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's interesting that you'd obviously come at it from a Dornish point of view as well. You'd obviously yeah. been like, this is how Dawn fits. So, you know, you, you're definitely on the, you know. Uh, that's what really, really like, made me like out of character as well. I feel quite excited because I was like, oh, so the, the fact that what I've written is what Dawn have already like decided that's what they want as well. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, that's it makes sense to you as a Dornish person, but then that's the thing what happens in military council is that you go, okay, well, these people are fine with these people and these people that day. But then the Navarra are like, oh no, we well, we don't want to go that because there is like this is an honor duel and against the Yotun and the Yotun don't see us as actual people so therefore why would we go on so yeah th that's the type of thing you were looking at from a Dornish point of view yeah I like like my my thing yeah so the ones that I like put together that didn't happen and that's one of the reasons because I'm not a Navari and I don't actually fully know how Navarra feel about certain things and therefore I didn't expect certain numbers score where they did and it did but i was still quite happy with the end result yeah. um but yeah so we we basically yeah we decided that we would be fighting on a saturday and we would be fighting in the barons um oh yeah we're fighting druge again in the barons which is fight, yeah yeah after, after... either way we were fighting druge we had two druge ones that we could pick from and we decided to um basically after the last campaign after doing everything we could to um Get the barons back there is now a threat in the barons now we were faced with another threat and this is why i loved on because this other threat was more like a dangling threat to us it was somebody that had escaped before and we wanted to get but no dawn as a nation went no we're going to continue we're going to defend the barons we have people in the barons we are not going to let Oh, um, it was so good for our characters as well. Oh, because, because, it was perfect. Yeah, because, because <laughs> out of character, one of the opportunities was to go into the to the Malon, to the Malum. It like it passed basically into Druze territory, past the Barons. So out of character, and I, the Saltlands. Saltlands, yeah. So yeah. out of character, I wanted to do that because I want to see what's on the other side of the back. I want us to just like push, 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 and just find stuff out of character. But in character, the other opportunity was obviously like you said we need to deal with the threat in the barons because our people like literally my character has literally seen all these people return to the barons return home yeah. has been fighting a lot of time and has now returned home himself also it was to do with winter stuff so winter eternals have been and my character uh, loves to kill, kill winter, winter but also yeah we need, to <laughs> do, we need to deal with winter stuff if, if people if oh, people yeah. are, are using winter magic against the empire no 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 um, that so, is it. That's like a, yeah. a thing that you need to nip in the bud straight yeah. away. So, there's no deals to be made. No. So, uh, so in character, it was like there's there's no like I was very happy with with the decisions that were made. The other opportunity was to go um, take the banner of Matilda Fisher, which was that was obvious that the, they were going to take that. The biggest debate was obviously who was going why, where, and what day. You know. So yeah, I think it was really obvious that the. Marches were going to go for Matilda Fisher and at dawn we're going to go to the Barons. Those were the two, in my opinion, the two clear ones. Um, everything else, that's where the debate started coming through. That's where things got quite heated. That's where things were said. That's where there was arguments and it was so juicy and fun to watch. But as we were standing there watching all of this really serious discussion, our wonderful friend Bart from the Crimson Reapers came in 
with drinks for us. Yeah, this was actually this was actually <laughs> so I we weren't really present for most of what when they were discussing all this stuff. Um, we spent most of our time in the field marshals meeting, and that's when we were drinking. Um, that's because that's when we were discussing. That was because obviously. Oh, am I mixing two up? You are, I, yeah. Like, was that in the field marshals? Yeah, that because because that's when obviously we decided Dawn, yeah. Navarre, whoever else, uh, was was going out on the Saturday, um, and this is when we were deciding because obviously, uh, yeah, like our our house uh, is part. You know, we have the the Black Garden Coven, um, and like honestly, like my like my character's goals is to. Uh, you know he, he he wants he wants the house to have a a big name in I, I love how like like both Damon and Nymeria like when they came to them when oh can 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 your coven do this we were like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just, that's we go back to the coven like, we can't do them yeah they can do it yeah yeah Why so not? <laughs> uh, so yeah so we, we got we got a win you know we've we got a winter coven and we, we've got um that the the main objective was to do a ritual um was to do a winter ritual um in the barrens anyway to stop whatever nefarious i won't go into detail because i don't really know the details i'm not going to bother like trying to remember all the details basically we need to do some rituals to then unlock another uh ritual site to do another ritual um to do that and it was it was all uh Basically, the Druze are now um, associating themselves with another Winter Eternal. The Previously, it was all Agrament, Agrament threats, and um, the Druze and Agrament working together. Druze are now working with another Winter Eternal, who is pretty nasty. Yeah, and one of they the first, are, first caught, right? Um, right, this is where, I've, I've not got it written down anywhere. Um, I, in my head, I think it is one member of the, right, um, yeah. the, the, the court. Yeah, it is. Um, or the, 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 they're not like usually call it the prince or something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. This is probably all false, but yes, so. This probably is true. <laughs> but the, the, the thrice cards, they're, they're, they're nasty. Like their only real goal is to no longer be, be, be cursed uh, as far as I'm, as, as I'm aware. And they, they'll do that based on any means. I mean, they're pretty nasty. Yeah. And this is who the Druze are now working along with, and they're working to bring things from there. And I was like, yeah, we need to deal with that because if that starts spreading around, that is just going to cause complete and utter havoc. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's obviously, yeah, that's what we decided. Yeah, so then we end up going to the party at the the boys. <laughs> the boys, yeah, we were invited. The boys. <laughs> yeah, we, we were invited to a, a party at another house um yeah did, did some socializing what do we do like in between that and um because because field marshal's briefing was quite late right it was quite late i think we did a lot of just socializing yeah, we socializing. walked around a lot we spoke to people mm. um i imagine we probably got food at one point um yeah. i think we did actually get food at some point and we just kind of did a lot of like yeah rolling about seeing people and then yeah, we went back to the um, field marshals meeting, and we got to do some pretty exciting stuff because we always sat down and we waited to kind of hear like Dawn's plan and everything. Um, well, yeah, because we, we did, we did we, like the field marshal briefing is for everybody fighting on that day. Mm -hmm. So there's military council, and then there's 
Field Marshal's meeting. Yeah. Which we all, we that that's where um, we stood at the back. That was actually the mm. my highlight of yes <laughs> the Friday actually. Um, yes. Because that they were obviously they were discussing what we were going to be doing on the Friday. Um, we didn't really have much input apart from maybe saying if we could do a ritual or not. Um, yeah. yeah. So us and our uh, friend from House Asterion were uh, basically stood in the back, and uh, our, our friend from the Crimson Reapers, Fark, came up and was giving us these these drinks. And they well, had... what, what happened first is he came up and he stood next to me and he let and he was like, "Come with me," and he walked out and I was like. Okay. So <laughs> went out with them. He took me to this little bar where they had there were these shots. Oh my god, these are amazing. So they had like the little shot glasses with the like dry ice compartment in the bottom of them and they were filling them. So then we were like walking in and he started bringing all these shots and everything in. And it's just like Damon and Nymeria standing there looking like fucking vampires. With these little glasses of all the smoke coming out, it was like because we were obviously just enjoying <laughs> ourselves, like like listening, and we were just like, and I, I just I, I remember just leaning into you and we'd like, we must look like such fucking vampires right now because <laughs> they're like they're drinking these like <laughs> bubbling like drinks as this like important meetings going on. But um, the fart kept walking past. This is where empty was picking up the empty glasses, going away, and coming back with more. And he literally, it was Will he grabbed, we went in, he just grabbed and went, you're paying. And grabbed all these drinks and went out. <laughs> I think he paid. Yeah, well. I, I didn't pay. That's what happens when you have, uh, yeah, uh, rich friends. Uh, helps, Ooh. helps. Um, <laughs> or people, friends that tell rich, their rich friends to pay for stuff. Uh yeah so so we we you know we we sat there we were we were in t- trying to be intimidating um that was our job there and uh yeah then a, then a, a real cool thing happened so um uh so we had uh uh Zoran um played by Jeff previous podcast guest uh was the field marshal um for this battle can you remember who was with us it was Navarre Dawn Leak the league of oh, yeah the league that's right the league because the league will like imperial orcs imperial orcs what was it Urizen. no no we had Urizen with us because i've now just remembered because yeah, oh, did we have Urizen with yeah us? yeah we had Urizen with us um, Urizen. yeah no um anyway uh oh we did have Urizen with us yes yeah. yes 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 yeah. i'm remembering now okay yeah but anyway uh so um yeah zoran was field marshalling um uh Arcavian, uh, General of the Griffith's Pride, was uh, given the task of leading Dawn, and Arcavian asked Damon if he would second. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I've got game. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. But also the scary thing about that is that basically if uh, if Arcavian had died, then I would literally have to led an entire nation. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> going terrifying. The um, thing is, like, because, like, House Mortar literally had three of us. There was obviously. We had Nymeria, not enough for Lance, so. Yeah, Nymeria, Damon, and Locke. Yeah. Um, and the three of us basically we end up just being like, well, makes sense that three of us were all with Arcavian then, with Damon being the second, and us all just kind of there. And that um, led on to a few other things because at 
this point, it would have been when we were like, just like discussing things. I think this is when we're like, just to remind you, we can still do a mass weakness. And I think, cause I, I knew that we were trying to push for this to be on lock mm-hmm. so that he could be with us anyway. And then at that point they were like, well, yeah, that makes sense on him he's always there with the um person he's leading ready to be used and set off as like an explosion <laughs> yeah yeah that was the thing That's so cool. yeah we literally just made a little um uh made a little command unit uh and so uh actually we'll we'll, we'll get to the, we'll get to it when we talk about saturday we'll get to it saturday. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah i know but, i was just about to jump on to that yeah, i don't know stop no, stop <laughs> yeah because saturday was cool but yeah no i i was i was super stoked about um yeah yeah having having that amount of position because like, to be honest like, i came into the weekend being like ah well you know i don't have a lance to lead this time so yeah whatever you know <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but I still want to be involved in the, you know, in the battle and, and things like that. And I was, I, I was planning on just being like a floating entity. Um, yeah, and then to jump up to, yeah, uh, uh, seconding was was pretty freaking cool. And obviously, it was so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we'll get to that when we talk. Yeah, about, yeah, because like next, um, we end up heading back to like our camp and everything. Um, because like Dad had disappeared at this point, so I was like, I better actually check, make sure he's not like. Obviously, the last thing I wanted was him to end up like going back to like his camper van and just like not being keen or anything. He wasn't in the camp because he made a new friend. Um, one one of the the friends of the group had um taken him off. They'd gone off to Navarre to songs and stories. Yeah, it's so, always it's always good when yeah. you hear a new a new player is just like, well, they songs and stories, well, yeah, they'll be fine over there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They're fine. Yeah. So we ended up heading up to Wise Guys. We thought we'll have a few drinks from Wise Guys, and then of course we've got Fark with us from the Crimson Reapers who um got us into the wine bar. And we yeah. pulled the carton. Yeah, we can't speak about it because it's super exclusive. So. We can't speak about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> super, super exclusive. No, yeah. yeah. The, the, the rest, the rest <laughs> of the evening was. Um, yeah, we did a lot on Friday. Like there was a lot on Friday. There was a lot of role play. A lot of, because again, most of our Friday was taken up by just like new interactions with people, um, speaking to kind of old OC friends in an icy in a new icy way it was just yeah it was it was so cool um yeah and uh one of my one really cool thing was that we i we were sitting in that wine bar and it did it felt like it felt like we were like it it very much suited our character our new characters as well because we were just like oh yeah we're gonna go into this wine bar you know we just we sat drinking wine with um um with with all these leaguers and uh yeah um one of the one of the um senator dornish senator candidates um came up we did a bit of role play yes and um and this is a player that i've 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 played with since um going on we started the same event mm. and they were like obviously we did our little bit of role play and they were like oh by the way you know how are you how are you finding the new character and i was just like you know i said you know i'm actually really enjoying it um and to my joy they were like honestly it does not feel like i'm talking to godric you know and i was like thank god <laughs> that's good that's good because i don't feel like i'm godric now you know it's just like because i think people are just like no no like you're giving off a very different vibe uh to what yeah, you're you godric. i'm like oh, that's that's good then that's good um 
but no, that was that was a that was a that was a nice that was a nice end, uh, especially yeah. since we stayed up that late that it was like way gone time. Oh, it was like half two, I think, by the time we actually decided was to start it? heading back. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a bit later than that. To be honest, it was well, like... I think it was about half two that I was like, I'm gonna run down to the camp and see if like Dad's hanging around there, yeah. um, because he likes wine. So like, I ran down and then like I, I bumped into um Lady Morgan and she's like, Oh no, he he was here, but he's I think they they, they came back and then they went back to Navarre for a big ending at Songs and Stories or something. And I was like, Oh okay, so he just wants to hang out in Navarre <laughs> with his new friend. <laughs> yeah. I was like, This is good because it's like late and he's still out partying and having fun I mean, this is cool um and i ran back and yeah we just carried on drinking didn't we until we eventually staggered back to the yeah tent. to the point where i was like when we did actually finish i was like because like i was having fun and it was like time out and i was like crap like i do actually have responsibility tomorrow i better actually go to sleep i, I forgot about one kind of funny thing that happened way mm. back on the thursday night and this is myself and ash we were we were very drunk thursday night we were drunk it was pitch black outside because none of the none of the lights didn't put up yet most people hadn't put any of their fairy lights out or anything and i was like walking in front i was like oh, i'm gonna go and get another beer from the tent i walked past our big like onion tent i go over the the, the guy rope and i face plant into the mud and i stand up and i look around and everyone's in the tent they obviously saw it and i'm like Hello, came to say hi. And I carry on walking and Ash is behind me the same thing. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, I'm drinks. Like, Should we be? Yeah, let's yeah. go back. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday, like if, it, if you come for the first time on a Thursday and it's your first time ever at Empire, just know that like the lighting is terrible on Thursday because obviously no one's got their lighting set up. Yeah, yet. take a lantern with you. Yeah, or no one's really got, especially on a warm uh night like it was no one had campfires going either so there was barely any light at all like the only light was basically where people were literally were so there's tons of guy ropes you just got to watch out for it was it wasn't until the next day i woke up and i was like my knees are all bruised and my face hurts i couldn't figure out what it was and it wasn't until i spoke to like ash the next day he's like are you okay i i i was like oh we both fell over didn't we yeah we did okay <laughs> How many people saw everyone? Oh, great! <laughs> yeah, our entire yeah. group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, just because we talked about the Friday there, yeah, Thursday and Friday were like heavy, heavy nights and late <laughs> nights for us. Like, I was like, I'm surprised how well we did in the mornings, both Saturday and Sunday, to be honest. Because we got through all our alcohol and more. Oh yeah, I had to go out and buy. This sounds terrible, more. doesn't it? Yeah, I had to go out and buy more drink and food and things like that on the Friday morning because we had like gone through it all. Uh, we had help. Oh yeah, we, we, help, we went through everything on the Thursday, yeah. and oh my god, yeah, that was last one of the year, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What was your excuse for the other events? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> First one of the year, second. Yeah. Okay. First yeah. one. Ah, it's third one of the year. It's the third of the year. <laughs> anyway, should we wrap that episode? That episode? yeah. This episode up now. Yeah. 
think yeah. so. Yeah, so that's us um, wrapped up our, our Friday, and then next time we'll come back with our Saturday morning, right? Yeah, do some like important military stuff. Man, I've got, I feel like we, this is going to be like a four part one because we've already gone for like two and a half, uh, one and, and a half hours. Saturday is this. easily a two part episode. Yeah. So much happened on Saturday. Massive. Yeah, we'll, we'll, try, we'll try not to draw them out as much as this. Um, but anyway, if, if you've made it to the end, thank you very much for sticking with us. If you uh, enjoyed this show, make sure that you follow, make sure you subscribe so you know when a new episode is posted. If you're listening on your favorite audio platform, make sure you do the same. Make sure you follow, give us a five-star review, share this around, leave us a comment down below if you got to the end here. If this was your first event, tell us how you got on. Uh, if you spotted our new characters from afar, uh, tell us what you think. Tell us if we, if we went too hard into being a villain uh, or whatever. Anyway, uh, we're going to say goodbye from us and we will see you next time. We love you and stay safe. Bye. Bye.